Hello and welcome everyone. It is time to enter the community. I'm joined today by my friend and fellow colleague, Daniel Caballero. Hello, hello. And our technical engineer, the Nine Pro Ninja himself, Sean Myers. This episode, we will be digging into the UFC Vegas 25 main event, Yuri Prokoshka versus Dominic Reyes. This will be an interesting fight to break down due to Yuri's unorthodox style. He's definitely an unorthodox fighter, um, but uh, tell me, to get started, where are these two fighters at within their careers coming into the fight? Give us some background on them. So Reyes is the UFC vet in this case, even though he is you know, less experience overall. He is the UFC veteran here. He's number three contender in the light heavyweight division. He's coming into this fight at 14-2. and two. He's coming off of a TKO loss to Jan Blakovich. Two-fight losing streak. Technically, I scored him to beat Jones, but that's besides the point. Fate has already dealt, dealt a hand. Um, uh, Jones would have won that fight if it was to the death, though. I definitely saw that Dominic was starting to fade a little bit, and Jones was coming into himself, and he was starting to take over. So what's, what's some uh, quick notes about Dominic Reyes? And Dominic, I think, is the most technical savvy when it comes to range management, countering capability, and the ability to create angles. This is one thing he did really well. He would cut off John Jones's angles when Jones was backing up, and then he would always move out laterally in very difficult ways for Jones to really uh, to put the pressure on him. Now, Blokovic had the answer to this by uh, tagging on that, that body kick on the end of his combos to catch him you know, with his hands up, blocking his face as he's moving out. Um, and that ended up bringing his guard down. That's a whole other conversation for another podcast. Uh, but Reyes, dude, tough as nails. He seems to break under pressure. He prefers a bit more of a technical fight because he's a very technical fighter. Very fundamentally responsible. Um, very clever. So that's where Reyes is coming into this right now. And Prochaska, man, this is his second fight in the UFC. Um, he was coming in 27-3, and three, coming off of a second-round knockout of Volkan Uzdemir. And just recently, Volkan had a fight against Dominic Reyes, I think it was about a year ago. Uh, really close split decision fight. I will say that I did personally score Volkan to win that fight, but again, besides the point. Um, Prokoska is coming in on an 11-fight win streak, a 9-fight knockout streak, and has a total of 23 first-round finishes. That's a crazy resume. That's so there's definitely a big experience gap between these two fighters. Um, <coughs> who did you have to win the fight uh, coming into this? Well, hold on. We're not done talking about Prokoska. <laughs> Former amateur Muay Thai kickboxer. So the, the, the MMA is, in, like, and all of the things he's done, he's left in that side of the world a legacy. Um, he's number six and multiple like MMA light heavyweight rankings that include all, all the organizations from around the world. He's number six light heavyweight in their books. Um, he is the inaugural and former Ryzen light heavyweight champion and the inaugural and former Chech GCF light heavyweight champion. So this man, oh man, he, he, he's got this interesting quirky style, dip to uppercut, he strikes from the hip with his hands low but he's really good at parrying strikes and getting his head off the center line. Good movement. Um, he's got very herky-jerky feints. And he kind of reminds me of a Viking Tony Ferguson. 
<laughs> like someone you can't game plan for because he's just blowing them up. Yeah. He has a beautiful stance switch after a strike when he's chasing someone down, trying to cut them off, get their back to the cage with his feints and with the strikes, and then he'll he'll stance switch and then he'll have opened up his power hand. You know, most people, especially most fight camps and trainers, they're always gonna kind of break down the fighter they're going up against and they're going to say okay we got a we got a boxer so we need to train our boxing we got our judo guy we need to train our our takedown defense we got these things that we can use and train to counter but when you have a fighter like this that's so unorthodox and so unpredictable you can't prepare for that it's it makes the camp so much harder and i also feel like there's a mentality there that that just makes you you can't go in with a, a specific game plan and and expect it to be what what makes it work. Exactly. You <coughs> got to be ready to adjust. Like yes. having game plan habits, having routines that you built into your practice to, for the fight camp, that's fantastic. Once you're actually in there and you're getting punched in the face oh, and you're yeah. getting chased down by this big Viking man, <laughs> you, you, you better be ready to throw away the game plan and fight like yes. a warrior. You know, pull out that spirit. Um, Yuri's fight. Yuri... After this fight, Dana promised him a, a, a UFC title fight. And that would be great. Two fights in the UFC. This is unheard of. I don't think this has ever happened before. Two fights? I'm not sure. Two fights and then a title fight? And then a title fight? That's, that is very I don't think of. that's ever happened before. <clears throat> but do you think he has a chance against, against Blokovich? Well, Blokovich is fighting Glover Teixeira. That's coming up. Yes. So if he beats Teixeira, I see the Jan-Yiri fight is very unpredictable. Either person can finish the other. Mm -hmm. um, Jan's technically sound, defensive. I think Jan would do what Reyes did without as much movement, more danger coming back from mm -hmm. his way because of his power and because of you know, he's not going to give ground as much as Reyes will. Reyes yeah. is willing to give up center of the octagon to get out of harm's way. Jan's going to stand there, block, counter. Okay. You know, slip, counter. So I... I I think I'm going to predict Jan Blokovich to win the fight if Yuri and him go up against each other. Against Glover, if Glover gets the decision against Blokovich, which is very realistic, uh, I do have Jan winning the fight, but Glover can definitely win that fight. I, I see Yuri finishing Glover. I think it's a bad style. I actually predict precisely it'll be a dip to uppercut. He'll dip down. It's going to look like he could throw uh, his left overhand. It's going to look like he can go for a takedown. It's gonna look like he can go for. He's gonna throw a high, a high uh, head kick, power head kick. Um, but what he's really gonna do is he's gonna force Glover to dig his head down. And he's gonna catch him with uppercut. I see it. I've dreamed about it. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I haven't had a dream about it. But all right. Well, we we see where these guys come from. We know what might be in store for them. What? Tell us about this fight. How did these two warriors, like, how did how did it pan out? They are both warriors. They're both very respectable human beings. They followed the Bushido code. They came. In, this is one of my favorite fight buildups, even though there was no drama, because both men clarified that they respect the hell out of each other. That is great. I love seeing that. You know, it, sportsmanship, that that martial arts spirit. It's another you know? thing, you know, because we see all these other sports, and they so, some of these athletes can get very heated. Over the things, over there, there's of course shit talk. There's of course times when you know in basketball, if you throw a hand to catch a ball and it catches somebody's face instead, yes, they can get hit, they can get heated and get into fights. Then, but you have this, an actual fight. You are literally going in there with one intent, and that is to make this man either submit or not 
be able to contend. Be able to contend anymore, you know? Like, that that's the whole point of what you're about to do, yet you still have that respect for them. Yeah. It's a whole other kind of mindset. Yeah, it's that brotherhood kind of thing of, like, all worldly possessions and, and connections aside, like, this is me mm -hmm. and you coming in here as warriors and really just growing Like, up. how often do you see that in any other sport? Even accidentally throwing a hand out and uh, clipping someone in the chin, do you see them being all like, oh, good hit, man. Clasp <laughs> uh, their hands together. Foul yeah, fouls. Not yeah. happening. LeBron James is not going to pull that after he gets no, slapped. No, of course I will not. say I get more mad from being slapped than I do from being punched. I don't know. No, that's true. For me, getting slapped hurts more. Just yeah. the, the, the abrasive yeah. <laughs> like surface area on impact, the slap, I, I don't like it. Sharp <laughs> things, I don't like sharp things. But brunt force, that's that's a little bit more, uh, you know, uh, handleable. There you go. <laughs> word, but All right, so tell us about this fight. Um, okay, so two things. First, <laughs> ESPN YouTube posted Yuri Prokoshka versus Dominic Cruz. <laughs> they literally made a banner for that. That's funny. I, I think I saw reading about, the, oh about my something God. like that. And I was like, man, imagine these two fighting. Oh my I mean, goodness! I got cruised by first round knockout. You think? <laughs> you don't think? Uh, you don't think? Oh, Yuri got some. Cruz you know? got that head movement, and he's got that. that he's lighter, smaller, <laughs> a lot smaller, a lot smaller. <laughs> Um, the, the commentators even messed up and called him Dominic Cruz for, for a second. Not going to lie, when you first wrote this down and I was looking over your outline, I thought you said Dominic Cruz. <laughs> it, it, it happens, you know. He's like a big Dominic Cruz. There you go. Um, but, yeah, like I said, both men are respectable. You know, Yuri has that kind of fighter's mentality. He's a philosopher. Mm -hmm. You know, he's, he's, he's breaking down the, the spiritual side of fighting. And, he, and, he, and, he, and his interviews and, and, you know, watching him talk, in his third language, you you really see it, and that's really good to s that's that's really good to feel again. You know, yeah. Anderson Silva is one of those people. You know, like especially when he came into his later years, where you know he was the grandmaster, and that's what Yuri kind of has the, that aura of of like he's trying to be the grandmaster. You know, I that's what got me into martial arts in the first place. Um, my prediction initially for this fight, I was incorrect. It happens. Oh wow, it's we've broken the streak, have yeah, we? Yeah. Did you call this on the on the podcast? In I didn't call it on a podcast. Okay, so but the I'm streak on the podcast isn't isn't broken, but yeah, yeah, I nobody's love, perfect. I love the humbleness, man. <laughs> um, I predicted that with Yuri's style of how he pressures and he stance switches, and um, you know, it's really good for cutting off angles. But a lot of times he'll stance switch and he's too squared up. Mm -hmm. He's a, his chin's an easier target. His body opens up. You don't want to be too squared against your opponent standing right in front of him. And that's what he does a lot. And I've seen him get clipped in, in multiple fights. He got clipped in this fight. Yeah. You know, and, and, and Reyes almost finished him. Um, it, it definitely shows. when. But you I predicted a left hand coming. Of course. And, and when you see, like, even the stats, you, you can't say that it was a dominant performance. You can't. He, he definitely had to be worried about the scorecards if he would have let Nick on to decision. Because Dominic Reyes even had better total significant strike percentage. Um, he had better uh, total strike percentage. They both one had a take. Uh, they both had takedowns. Reyes had a knockdown. I'm not sure if that uh, you know overtakes a, sig uh, a sub submission attempt uh, as far as scoring goes. But if you're looking at their stats, very evenly matched all around the board. 
Even Reyes yeah, those was are a the lot stats, of but you could see how much more of an impact Prokofiev was having on Reyes. Reyes was hitting him. He was hitting him with his best shots, and man, he timed those counters. Man, that's 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 what I predict. That's how I predicted the fight to go. Is he was going to get countered by that left hand coming in, chasing him. But and and, and Reyes did catch him, but Prokofiev's chin was able to withstand it, and Prokofiev was clearly hitting with more power. So Reyes was starting to break him right there. He, he was not about to give up that fight, but he, you could feel when he got hit that he was being discouraged every single time. Yeah. Um, but, you know, it's the same. it was a similar thing against Vlakovic. He didn't have uh, nearly as much success against Vlakovic. Vlakovic had a crazy game plan for him. That was amazing. Vlakovic's camp, you got to give him all the credit mm -hmm. for kind of breaking down Reyes' style. Um, but, yeah, no, Reyes, Reyes landed some good shots. He, he, he had him hurt, but he overstepped for that finish. Yeah, and then he gets pulled into clinch because he he tried to go Yuri tried to go for a single leg. Yuri's not a wrestler, <laughs> you know. Uh, Reyes is a actually a pretty good wrestler. Yuri's a decent wrestler, but especially not after getting rocked, he's not oh, gonna yeah. take Reyes down. But Reyes overstepped, he gets caught up in the clinch, and then he pulls for a guillotine. He could have finished him right there if he would have made some distance and started mm -hmm. landing some big shots while he was still rocked. Mm -hmm. He pulled for guillotine. I guess he felt he had it, but this is another thing: position over submission, guys. Yes. You cannot give up your dominant position to try to get that, that quick submission finish. Some submissions, too, especially when you're already uh, deep into a fight. Yeah, I mean, it's only second round, but fighters get tired, you know, and going through being already there, you're going to tire yourself out going for a submission attempt. If you try and spend too long on that submission attempt, you... you You'll do exactly that. You'll tire yourself Especially out. Especially a guillotine. Especially. A guillotine just burns out your bicep. It and does. And then now you can't get full extension on your punches. Now you can't throw you as can fast swing as hooks, you're able to. But your straight punches don't have that final snap on the end of it because your bicep. Most of, the, most of the best jujitsu fighters, ground game fighters that I've seen, they, they bide their time. They wait until they know this yep. is submission I can get. Exactly. They don't waste their time or energy. If they do, they'll get the position. Yeah. They'll lock up a guillotine, but they won't waste their energy on it. If he mm. slips out, he'll slip out and get into a better position. He won't waste that, yeah, all that energy just just trying to get nothing. Because and you know, and MMA is a little bit different. There's a lot more opportunities and different ways to get yourself out of sticky situations in mm. MMA. Um, and and jujitsu, you have more time. You know, definitely because you're doing a specific thing. Yep. In MMA, people are almost always trying to get up or Take sweep you. Ground and pound. Or exactly. So, you know, submissions are harder in MMA, especially difficult. not having the ease. Um, but I think that was a mistake. That, that could have been Reyes' finish if he wouldn't have overstepped right there. Or he could I mean, have. He would have deserved that because he took some serious damage in that first round. Mm -hmm. um, oh, man. That, that, let's, let's, talk about, let's talk about the finish. Because that is one of the most highlight real knockouts I've ever seen in my life. Yuri is be quickly becoming one of my favorite fighters that very, I've ever come across. Very quick thinking on on his part to, because I know that initial strike was that it was the first elbow that missed before he spun around for the back elbow. He landed one elbow and then he tried to do a splitting elbow over the guard. Yes. Of Reyes and, and that one just barely glazed, mm -hmm. and then he stepped into it. And then he gave it a little bit of time. He was patient. And he was watching with his peripheral yeah. on Dominic Reyes what he was doing. And, and he left his back it. to Reyes. And then he left Reyes just enough time to think, I'm going to land this left hand from behind him around the side. I'm yep. going to knock him out. And then as soon as Reyes opened up to throw that left hand, he got caught with that spinning yep. elbow. The third spinning elbow knockout in UFC history. 
Really? On one of three. Man, it was it was a pretty one to watch. Definitely a highlight reel on his end. That is, is one of those things you see in the too. movies, man. It flowed so well. He did have that pause allowed him to open up, but he easily could have gone through his guard and just still knocked him clean out. Well, I don't think so because Reyes fought Jones, right? And most people who do back backspinning elbows throw it immediately because mm -hmm. they don't want to leave you time to think about it. Exactly. So they're like, I'm going to throw this, throw this backspinning elbow as quick as possible and try to get back into position. Mm -hmm. He was patient. And he, he made Reyes open up. I don't think the elbow would have landed because Reyes usually is very responsible with, with protecting his head against the fence. And he was doing that a lot, and Yuri kept catching him with teeth kicks to the body and bouncing him off that mm -hmm. cage because Reyes is so, dis so responsible with his head defense when his back is against the cage especially. But, you know, Reyes, he sticks to those fundamentals. You know, he's not doing too much. And, and that's one thing I really like about Reyes. I like those kind of fighters. I like the crazy – Quirky fighters, too, but the, those fundamental fighters, when you watch them make a jab, win a fight, then it just m gives you a whole new respect for, you know, the fundamentals. Oh, um, yeah. I got to say, man, I think Dominic should take about a year off after taking the damage with Jan and then the vicious knockout from Bokasha. Mm -hmm. He was out for a minute. He was out. He was. And, and the way that he landed after that knockout, he landed with his head tucked into it, his chin tucked into his chest with all of his weight. He landed where his body was at a 90-degree angle, <laughs> leaning forward. So all of his body weight went yeah. into smashing his head, which his chin is tucked into his chest, mm, after mm. the chin, the elbow right across the chin perfectly to it just was. clip it was. clip the brain off. Perfectly placed elbow. He, he was out. He didn't even feel him landing, but his body definitely was going to feel the effects of it, though. Oh, oh, my gosh. Yeah, he's, he's definitely – concussed twice i think he got concussed twice right there only again another reason we love to thank these I think fighters for doing this man it's i want to check up on it's something record. else to go into that ring you know i mean to think that that could happen you better be ready to potentially die sometime you go in there uh, it it's happened Not everybody UFC, takes happened. damage everybody takes damage and there's definitely people in their careers who have not taken as much damage as mm -hmm. others you know but we've seen it dan henderson has a flat face Nate Diaz can't talk anymore. <laughs> Dude, you get messed up by yeah. doing this stuff. That's why this ain't a sport. It's not a sport. I love that you came up with that because it, it's 100% true. You, you go in there to, to mess people up. Yeah. I mean, we like, I like to, you know, I'll say it's a sport to the right person and get it on commissions <laughs> and, you know, like to make it a family friendly. Not, I wouldn't say family friendly, but it's, 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 to, to think of it as, you know, a, a meetup of the world's best athletes. Yeah. Rather than, oh, these are brutes in a cage. Because a lot of these guys aren't brutes anymore. Back in the day, old school UFC, a lot of those guys were brutes. They were trained killers. Oh, most definitely. They were, they were rough, scuffed people from the streets. But, I mean, you have to look at, like, especially when you delve into martial arts itself as a history, you know. There's, there's time periods and places where martial arts was revered as just a an honorable and and just something you do not something it, it, it's that guard that warrior in a garden mentality you know yeah. something that i'm gonna train i'm gonna get good at just in case i need it but i hope i never do yeah you and there's know? also the other side of that that's just people i need to get better to i'm fighting to survive 
we're going to fight these wars. I'm going to make sure I live through them. Yeah, I'm going to make sure I don't go through them, so I'm going to be the best fighter I can yeah, be. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever it may be, you know. Like I want to represent the country. That's good enough for you guys, right? And and with today's day and age, we've molded all of this, these different styles, these different reasons of fighting to to become what is now the UFC, 1FC, Bare Knuckle, all these different promotions that is just showing and putting light on these martial arts because at the end of the day I, I love every single style every single art and form that is martial arts is just wonderful I don't really to care see for the, the clinch grinders the ones just holding mm. up against the cage I mean is Jakar there close was one of those is there like a style that's what is that the clinch grinders but like is there a style that specifically fights over that no exactly no you're it's talking just about, you're talking about like I'm talking about like I, I'm just a big fan of martial arts and like okay, okay. old kung fu the individual Chun styles yeah right? like I mean I love styles. I love I love MMA and the fact that it mixes it mixes it up practices yeah I'm I'm talking about specific practices gotcha 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 all right but okay guys with that we will wrap up our thoughts on UFC Vegas 25's main event I'd like to thank you Daniel for being here and yes, sharing sir, your of thoughts course. thank you sir. I'd like to thank our technical engineer, the Nine Pro Ninja himself, Sean Myers. I'd also like to thank the fighters for going up on the world stage and laying it all on the line. Every single one of you. Lastly, but certainly not least, I'd like to thank everyone who entered the Kumite with us here today. Remember, this is not a sport. You don't play fights.